Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, along with Tifa Snow. And Tifa, a few weeks back, we did a podcast on just a few of the many studies into dementia, Alzheimer's, brain change, all that released over the summer. I don't want to make this overly complicated, but here's another study. Alzheimer's might not actually be a brain disease, expert says. And then the one that followed that up is years of Alzheimer research now based on a key finding. Investigation alleges it was faked and the work may have been wasted. So, you know, you can see we're, we're talking via Zoom. The, the listeners can't see us, but I've got a handful of papers here. You got a and sheet I'm just of papers throw them on the floor. You know, I mean, how does the average person, mom's been diagnosed with dementia, there's all this stuff out there, and you don't know whether you're getting horse pucky or oatmeal. Yeah. I mean, and what was really disappointing is that what we've relied on historically are evidence-based publications. And it turns out some of those might have been fake for like 30 years now. And so like a lot of the preliminary research that we thought we were working from was inaccurate and it's been duplicated and fostered as truth. And therefore people were frustrated that their studies didn't support that, or they were trying to make it fit. And this whole idea of beta amyloid and, and the process by which dementia starts um, might be based on a fallacy. And so, you know, people are now going back and going, okay, well now let's back up and let's look again. I mean, the frustrating, Thing I think for many of us is we've had doubts. I mean, many of us had doubts for quite some time. I mean, I mean, back in the day, I mean, it was the Taoist and the alpha betists. And, you know, there was this battle going on. And, and then there was another battle going on. And then there's the battle of to treat or not to treat on these plaques. And, you know, and then the vaccines, but that caused problems. And it's like, well, wonder why that's happening. And people were so committed to moving forward that they didn't actually go back and look again. And it's hard to do it because actually they've even set it up. So the reviewers can't look at the original data. They have to look at the data that the author presents, which means if there's a creation process between you know, they put it in the article, you don't go back to the original data and look at the original data. You only look at what's presented in the article, which was really a surprise to many of us who thought, wait, wait what? Which was a uh-oh, that to me is a big uh-oh. Well, here's a uh-oh for you. We've spent hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> going down all of these blind alleys. Okay, so maybe we had to prove they were blind alleys. Maybe that's the lesson in this. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel that we're much further ahead than we were 10, 15, 20 years ago on the scientific side. Now, mm -hmm. on the care side, which is your specialty, we're mm -hmm. miles ahead. But the part where everybody is pinning their hopes for the future, I think, has just been shattered. Yeah. And, you know, Greg, I'd love to disagree with you, but frankly, I'm concerned that because we've had this focus so tight and so I mean I've been to meetings where it's acrimonious I mean talk about youch I mean people won't speak to each other people believe the other person is like da, 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 da. it's it's like a lot of different things out there in the world and it's like hey guys 
do you remember why and who we're doing this for? <laughs> I'm just, you know, and I know that on, on occasion, I've had an opportunity to present at some of these conferences and I am see, I am definitely an outlier, but I'm also helpful, I think in some ways to get people to appreciate it's really important, I get it, it's important, but until you guys figure stuff out, we've got to take care of people better than we're doing it. I mean, and so what do you have that would help me do a better job? And could you quit just throwing drugs at people as a possibility? And let's look at what we know about the chemistry of the brain and how we could use that chemistry proactively in the work that we do by knowing our own brains and starting to be curious about ourselves and those around us. And maybe not a quick fix, but maybe the hard work is what we really need to put energy into. So the hard work, I, I think I've heard you say this, and I, I might mm. be paraphrasing this incorrectly, until there's a cure, there's mm. care, or did I do it backwards? I'm not, I'm never quite sure. <laughs> no, you know, mildly dyslexic. <laughs> no, I mean, until they come up with some kind of cure, the reality is, um, people are going to continue to develop these brain changes. And, you know, yes, we can reduce risk. I, I do believe there are things we can do to reduce risk. I, I think there is enough research out there that supported that how we live our lives does matter um, and how we age does matter and whether or not we stay engaged in new learning and neurodiverse ways of using our brains, it matters. I mean, so doing things that are creative and interesting with your brain does matter. And that's true whether you live with dementia or you don't live with dementia because it turns out brains are brains and brains are really curious things. Just because this part of your brain can't do something doesn't mean another part can't. You know, it's, it's really just so we're so fixated on the, oh, my brain is dying. It's like, well, what parts are working? I mean, that's what we got. I mean, <laughs> what do you got we can work with? Because otherwise, yeah, it's sort of a dead end street and it's like, well, that's just a deep, dark space. Let's let's look on the other side, huh? By by the time we get to an age where we start paying closer attention mm -hmm. to this, mm -hmm. we I, I won't say we're beyond hope, but I mean, the, everything that we're told it, yeah. that does seem to work should have been started earlier. Healthy living, healthy eating, uh, yes. mind exercises, all of those things. So it, it's it's not too late, but to the people who are just, listening and taking care as care partners, maybe you should start doing some of this so that you're not going to, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the message. And the other part, of, if you're doing all those things and you still end up with dementia, man, I hate it for you, but let's just keep moving because you bought yourself some time. I, we couldn't keep it from happening, but boy, the quality of your life uh, and, you know, how, who you have involved in your life and how it's going, you know, that idea of let's, let's just quit waiting until we think for sure this is what it is and then start worrying about it. It's like, let's look at what we're doing in our lives right now. And can we bump things up a little bit? Could we look at ourselves as worth it? You know, are we worth it? Am I worth it? When I look in the mirror, do I go, I think I'm worth it today. Let's see, what do I, what should I do for me so that I'm, I'm a good me for tomorrow? I mean, you know, like today and tomorrow are linked and what do I want to do to make sure I got some good moments today so I can celebrate myself um, at the end of the day? So let's just take research and put it on the shelf for now, because we know that, mm. you know, there's going to be some sorting out over the next couple of years. Mm. So let's talk about some practical hands-on types of things. Um, you're traveling again. Are you 
going to be all over the place like you used to was because people could catch up with you somewhere generally what were you were traveling 250 days a year or something yeah, um, yeah or... no you know that's one of those things that has to change for a couple of reasons practicality wise you can't get where you want to go like you used to be able to and the second is yeah i'm getting a little older so i am being a little more aware of where i want to put my energy and what it takes to do the travel these days um, which is a lot more than it used to be, frankly. Uh, bringing people together is a lot more challenging these days. I mean, it's still going to be a year or two, I think, before people are going to be comfortable coming together. And that could be actually a legitimate thing. But the other hand is people have gotten out of the habit of coming together. And so helping people get comfortable together again, we may start in dribs and drabs and figure out where to go from there. I mean, the plus is, you know, in my usual fashion, I've trained other people. So I'm not just relying on me anymore. There are other people within our organization who do a great job um, of going out and helping people start their journey on understanding this thing we call dementia and what to do about it. Deepa, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. And this month, we want to highlight our PAC designated communities. These are groups of people who are working hard to make a positive difference in the world of dementia care and support. If you're part of an organization or agency and are interested in becoming a PAC designated organization, contact us at 877-877-1671 or on the net, info at tipasnow.com.